listening to The Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. Today, we're continuing the message we began earlier this week. That's the final message in the series titled, Unearthing Bible Treasures. Bishop Clark utilizes Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15 as the foundation scripture for part two of the message, number four, the afterlife. What happens to me when I die? Jesus had become uh manifested uh, as the word made flesh glory to God in human form or flesh and blood flesh and bone that he could die and rise again and one of the purposes of his death again was to destroy the devil's power the devil had the power until Jesus came over death uh, let's take a moment again Romans 5 and verse 5 it's on the screen, write it down. I need to move quickly and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. In verse six, you see at just the right time when you were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Verse seven, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man, Someone might possibly uh, give their life or dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. That while we were still sinning, you still had the bad nature. You hadn't done anything right. It wasn't because you came to church. It wasn't because you did everything right or you have a good pedigree. While we were yet sinners, still sinners, Christ died. For us. So Hebrews said he died to break the power of the enemy that he had over death. Glory to God. That those who were slaves to the fear of death don't have to fear death anymore. Glory to God. I want to really push that because as we get closer to the afterlife, don't let the enemy speak to your mind and tell you that it's all said and done. No, 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 no. Jesus has already taken care of it for us and he knows exactly where our times are. He knows our times and our seasons and he's going to make sure we pass through just the right way. Hallelujah. Verse 3, look at this. Only after destroying, this is number 3, only after destroying the power of Satan over death. Could Christ deliver those who lived in constant fear of death and face them and free them to live for him? I want you to get that again. Only after destroying the power of death, the power of Satan over death, Jesus Christ and him crucified delivered those who live in constant fear of death. But don't stay there. You must be then, he set you free from the fear of death that you then could live for him. You want to live for him. 
So you don't have to worry about death, but live for him. You don't have to worry about the afterlife, but live for him. You don't have to worry about tomorrow, but today you need to live for him. Glory to God. And then I want to give you another point here. We belong in Jesus, not just to Jesus, but we're in him. You're in Jesus. You're in God. Glory to God. How do you know if you're saved? Well, he's in you and you are in him. How do you know if you're a millionaire? Can you dream about millions and be a millionaire? What do you need the money? You need it in the bank. You can't dream about it. It needs to be where? In the bank. And that's how you know you're saved. He's in your account. You think about it. You can draw from it. You can touch it. It's real to you. It's in the person. Glory to God. I know Jesus and, and Jesus know me and I love God and all. Is he in your life? Is he in your heart? Can you draw strength from him? When you pray, do you sense his presence in your life? Glory to God. Is it just a, a formality or is it the real thing? Glory to God. When we worship like we worship tonight, you can feel that there's a heart for it. Amen. And when there's a heart for it, it's the real thing. Glory to God. And God didn't want no fabricated false worship. He didn't want us living for him because it's just the right thing to do. He wants to be inside of you. Glory to God. Feeling you from the top to the bottom and from the bottom to the top. Glory to God. Once you baptized in the Holy Spirit, fully submerged in the Holy Ghost, speaking in unknown tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. Glory to God. We believe in all of the gifts of the Spirit. Nothing missing, nothing scattered, nothing broken. We ain't holding back not one inch on who God is. The devil is moving forward with who he is and we need to push into who God is and don't make no apologies about loving on Jesus. It's the best thing you could ever do. Come on, say amen. Through the resurrection, death has been defeated. Say, death has been defeated. I want that to sink in. We haven't said it enough. We need to say it three more times. Come on, say, death has been defeated. Say it again, death has been defeated. Come on, say it again, death has been defeated. And it's through the resurrection. You can't defeat death. But through the resurrection, death. It has no more sting. Grave has no victory. I said death used to sting like a scorpion, but it has no more sting. When the believer dies, he passes through a door. Thank you, Jesus. He passes through a door. It's not something that we're going to grieve like the world grieves. They just step from one door into another room. For absent in the bodies to be present with our Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to explore this for a moment as we get ready to deal with all kinds of stuff that may be coming our way. But I really feel like we need to unearth this because somebody's going to have to deal with this. Thank you, Lord. And I want to make sure that I equip the body for it. If you're watching, uh, God wants you to be ready for anything that comes. Amen. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I don't care what's dying around you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I don't care how the sand or the foundation seems to shake. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I don't come who care who comes or goes. Keep your eyes on Jesus because through the resurrection he has defeated death. Glory to God. Write it down. Every person born must die. But if a man dies, shall he live again? Who wrote that? 
Job wrote it. The first book of the Bible is not Genesis. The oldest book of the Bible is the book of Job. And he said, if a man die, shall he live again? We know the answer to that. Absolutely. Yes, he lives again. And Solomon raises an unusual question. He says he's talking humanistically. He's saying something about there's no difference between an animal and, God, and, and man. But you need to understand, even in the New Testament, a carnal man is described, a natural man is described, and a spiritual man is described. And Paul, uh, Paul said that the natural man can't even comprehend the spirit of God. Can't even comprehend. I could be talking about this and that. And they're sitting there somewhere else, mind drifted. Or get mad while I'm preaching the gospel because you're natural. That's what you do when you're natural. But if you're spiritual, your spirit starts jumping when the word of God comes forth. When somebody's worshiping God, you don't have to be in your favorite place when the word of God comes from. Something inside of you starts kicking. Because you're spiritual. Spirit speaks to spirit. Glory to God. The natural man can't even comprehend it. So the next time your relative don't go with you when you speak in the word, they're not supposed to understand it. It must be revealed by the spirit. So pray that the spirit arrests them. Glory to God. And once the spirit gets there, the spirit is it. It's office work can hover over chaos. And when the word comes after the spirit visit, you'll see restoration take place in your life. We're trying to give people word and there's no preparation of the spirit. Remember in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth then it's chaos and the earth was without form and void there was decadence in the in the land and then the spirit of God moved over the decadence and the untidy world. Then God said let there be light and there was light but the word came after the spirit the I'm sorry the scripture said and the spirit of God moved upon the depths of the waters or hovered over it glory to God and that's the office work of the Holy Ghost before you start instructing say Holy Ghost I need you to move over the expanse I need you to go out before me I need you to cover what I can't cover I need you to prepare the atmosphere I need you to do what only you can do I need you to help me to transition and I need you to help me to worship I need you to help me to pray I need you to help me to preach I need you to help me to raise kids and I need you to help me with death thank you God and when the Holy Ghost hovers over it then the word of God will take root in your life thank you Jesus so every person born must die but if a man dies shall he live again death is not the end glory to God it's not the end for the believer and not the end for the unsaved, the unbeliever. For the believer is just a passageway to a new life, a brand new life. Glory to God. And everyone who dreads death should have an opportunity to be introduced to the one who gives hope and to the one who stripped the enemy of the power of death, took his keys, and now he because of who he is, we can rest in the Lord. And we need to share this truth with people who are chaotic, with people who have no hope, with people who have no word. We need to share it with them that because of the resurrection, death has been defeated. Let's look at one of the most familiar passages out of the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 15 as it relates to death and what happens to those who die in the Lord. Verse 15 is on the screen. It says, according to the Lord's own words, 
Look at Paul speaking to the church at Thessalonica. According to the Lord's own words, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left, who are left till the coming of the Lord, will certainly not proceed those who have fallen asleep. So in other words, you don't really, you need to understand, say for instance, if Jesus comes tonight, that we will not proceed or go into heaven before those who fell asleep. He's that concerned about them. We're not going to enter into them. We're not going to enter into them or enter into heaven after them. We're not going to enter into heaven before them. Look at the word here. Scripture is clear. We will not proceed those who have fallen asleep. Asleep. Verse 16. For the Lord himself. In other words, Jesus is coming for us all. He will come down. I like the way the King James says. He will descend from heaven with a shout. Glory to God. The scripture says he will descend from heaven or come down with a loud command or with a shout. Ah! It's not going to be something that's real light. and People don't like loud, loud music and loud churches. You don't know Jesus. You don't know Jesus. God ain't concerned about what we're concerned about. When he comes to get us, he's not coming in a secret place or he don't want to disrupt the status quo. The scripture says he will descend from heaven with a shout. Glory to God. Ah! It's going it's to be so mind boggling that it's going to shake your world. Glory to God. He's coming to get his people. And I like that. Hallelujah. Like a mother coming to get her child. And she know a child is hurt. Oh, that's my baby. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I remember being over one of the members' house one time. And, and uh, we were all sitting around the pool. And little Megan slipped in the water. Hallelujah. Slipped in the water. And we were just talking. And next thing you know, Patrice looked out there and saw the baby bobbing. Oh! Ran out there and snatched her up by her legs. Glory to God. Pulled her up out of the water. Hallelujah. And that's what I see when it comes to God. I don't care if he grabbed me by the arm. I don't care if he grabbed me by my pants or by my shoulder. Just snatch me out of here. Glory to God. Thank you, God. God is not kind. He's not trying to come down, scoop you up. But he shall descend from heaven with a shout, a command, with the voice of the archangel, which simply means there's some heavenly host, a mighty heavenly host that's going to come with him. when he, He's not coming alone, but a host of archangels, hallelujah, are coming with the shout to snatch us out. Look at how, I want you to get this because uh, God is so concerned, even about those who die in him, he's not going to let them stay there and decay. Look at the word, hallelujah, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet. Not only with the shout, but bah, 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 bah. he's going to blow a trumpet, glory to God. That sounds like Gabriel to me. Bah, as he comes to snatch us up out of here. Glory to God. So get used to it. When it's time to shout in the church, shout. Hallelujah. When it's time to worship in church, worship. Get out of your comfort zone. Stop acting like you've arrived. Our Lord, our Lord is coming to get us again. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And if he shouts when he's coming to get us, we should shout when we want to see him come. We should shout when we want to see his presence. We should shout when we need him to come down and visit with us. Thank you, God. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not only is he coming with a shout or command, but the trumpet is going to blow and the dead in Christ will rise. What? Glory to God. The ones that he's so concerned, even though we're here, we came. The ones that died in him are going to come up out of grave. If they were cremated, they're coming back together. If you drop them in the sea, the body's coming back. God want all of us to see his power. So they're coming out of the grave. You'll see them coming up. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. It's right here in the text. I love it. Look at the scripture. The dead in Christ will rise first. After that. After. Say after that. We who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them. This is why it's good to know if you want to see your loved ones again, die in Jesus. If you want to see your family again, die in Jesus. If you want to see the person that you love the most who's going on to be with the Lord, make sure you. This should motivate us to communicate the gospel or the good news to the world so they'll die in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. After that, he who we who are still alive and left here will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. You don't need any foundation then. You don't need any earth under your feet, shackles on my feet. You don't need any of that because you're going to meet him in the air. There's a transition a transference that would take place. This flesh comes off of us as we transition into our new bodies. But we do it together as one body. That's why the enemy don't want you to be one body in the earth. He wants us to be fragmented. But when you get with Jesus, you're going to come together as one. Look at the word. We'll be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Glory to God. And so we will be with the Lord, look at this, forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. And when this is what needs to happen when death shows up. You need to be able to encourage each other with these words. Instead of, I know we're going to cry, but listen, God is going to come and descend from heaven with the shout. Start testifying of what the scripture says and start saying what God is saying about the situation versus going out of your feelings alone or going out. No one called me. No one clicked on, uh, on my Facebook post. No one called me. No one. Listen, God. God is with you. Hallelujah. Jesus is the only one that can walk through some of these doors. Jesus is the only one that can really save us from our sins. And then beyond that, hallelujah. He said, I'm not even going to leave you in the ground. But if you love me, I'm coming to get you with a shout and with the trumpet and with the voice of the archangel. Hallelujah. And I'm going to call you to rise and to be united with your loved ones. And we'll be caught up together in the air to meet the Lord. Can the church say amen? comfort each other with these words i don't know why i'm moving the way i move but i'm hearing the lord said comfort each other with these words Amen. glory to god comfort each other when the time arises comfort each other with these words 
What the enemy wants us to do is only focus on the death. But you got to comfort each other with what the scripture is saying now. Because the devil uses death trying to make you think he still has power over it. But Jesus took the power of death from the enemy when he came out of the grave. Get with Jesus and you'll make it. Glory to God. The next thing that I want to share with you, the second half is this. How can I be ready when my time to die comes? Glory to God. Let's look at Genesis 50 and 24. I've never done this before on a Wednesday night, but I believe the Lord is leading me to share this with you. Genesis chapter 50 and verse 24. Look at the word of the Lord. Verse 24, then Joseph said to his brothers I am about to die but God will surely come to your aid and take you up out of this land to the land he promised on oath to Abraham Isaac and Jacob glory to God if you're taking notes write it down Joseph was ready to die. He had no doubt nor fear. Did he experience fear about his own passing? He knew that death was inevitable. And though many of his brothers were older than him, it looks like he transitioned before they did. Now I want you to see this. Notice the young He's not young now. He's the governor of Egypt. He has provided for them all, but God has taken him out. And I don't know the order. Some people think the oldest goes before the youngest, but that doesn't always mean. That's not how God moves. Glory to God. It's not always in order with the oldest and the youngest. He moves sometimes. He'll take the best of flowers before he takes the, the old withered flowers. And so we need to just be ready when he comes. Now look at this, uh, I never saw it in his light. Then Joseph said to his brothers, he's cognizant, but he saw something was happening in his body. I'm about to die, but God will surely come to your aid. In other words, he used me to take care of you and he's not going to forget you. Thank you, Jesus. So Joseph was ready to die. He had no doubt, nor did he experience fear about death he knew that death was an inevitable fact so he had no doubt that God keep his promise and bring Israel back to the homeland now how did he know that because it was told him that's how he knew he had a word in his soul if you realize that tomorrow you will be gone do you have a word for your family what would you say to your family about the promises of God if you're about to check out tonight? What would you say about their future? What would you tell your son or your daughter about what you like? I'm not talking about funeral preparation. I'm talking about their future. Thank you, Lord. I think uh, uh, this deserves a little contemplation. I'm watching the young, he's not young, I'm watching Joseph very clear about what's about to happen when he's about to cross over. He becomes a tremendous example to all of us. He is the perfect picture 
of a life lived trusting in God. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 1782. That's reference number 1782. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. King David said this. He said, I was young and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. God is faithful will not allow you to be tempted above your ability but will with every test also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it God loves you and so do I I want you to be encouraged lift up your head and let the king of glory come in who is this king He's our Lord, our Savior. He's mighty and strong, and he's mighty to fight in every battle that you're facing. Until next time, God bless you and keep you is my prayer.